So I'm delighted to welcome today Susan Perez, who is an actor and author. And your book, Chase the Light, um, is a remarkable story about how you've recovered from an horrendous, horrendous um, situation that happened to you. So welcome, Caesar. No, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm excited to, you know, share my story. Marvellous. OK, so we like to share inspirational stories and your story certainly is inspirational. So um, take us take us back to January 2018. Um, you were an actor. Um, tell us some of the the acting roles that you were that you've been involved with. Yeah, so my career was only taking off. Uh, you know, it was in an upward trajectory when my accident happened, and I had started opposite of Daniel Radcliffe and Beast of Burden. Uh, I started in Blind Trust opposite of big Mexican actor Eugenio Cid. I had worked with Clint Eastwood on Fifteen Seventeen in Paris, and I had a lot, I like several auditions pending. Um, it coming into January of 2018, but unfortunately, I never got to them. I never got to make it, and uh, it's because on January 12, 2018, I was driving down uh, to go see a girlfriend at the time and my family, and a drunk driver driving westbound on eastbound lanes hit me head on, and then a semi truck uh, hit me head on as well. So that's kind of where my where my life ended and you know a new life began mm -hmm. really okay so most people wouldn't have survived that accident at all head on with uh, two vehicles one of them a, a huge big truck so so what happened what were your injuries uh yeah and thankfully I was in the best physical shape of my life you know and that kind of helped uh, protect my internal organs um, so I, I didn't have any injuries in that side, that aspect, you know, like my, my lungs, my liver and everything were okay, but I had every other injury you can imagine. My femur was protruding out of my left leg. Uh, everything in my face had been shattered. And so because of that, I had to get intubated because I couldn't breathe on my own. And then I had to have a feeding tube because I couldn't, you know, get my nutrients. I couldn't chew. And then my right arm uh, was paralyzed for about two years or a year and a half uh, because I had a brachial plexus injury. I had torn ligaments in my knee, aside from, you know, my femur protruding out of my leg. Uh, so if life had a reset button, somehow I pressed it, you know. Wow, incredible. So you, you were hospitalized for quite some time then by the sounds of things. Yeah, I was hospitalized for about three months. I was in the ICU and in the hospital trying to get you know stable and you know just starting my therapy to learn how to walk stand on my own you know and the worst thing was um i forgot to mention it in the injuries was i was diagnosed with a severe brain injury and i think that was the toughest part of everything you know because i had a huge a huge blow to my mental i mean my front lobe Mm -hmm. And so that kind of just the dam that held all the emotions at bay before the accident had kind of broken loose. And so all my emotions were haywire and that really didn't help with my situation, you know. OK. And was anybody else in the accident with you? No, I'm, thankfully, I'd like to say it was just me. You know, um, it, there was nobody else in the vehicle with me. So I was the one that received the full the full blow of the accident. That's that, that's a blessing, I guess, but it sounds horrible. So, so how how come? I mean, audio audio listeners won't be able to see the the beautiful handsome face that I'm looking at now. 
Um, so you look you look perfect. Are, are you perfect now? Have, have all your bits and bobs got back together again? Thank you. Basically, I mean, everything that's been medically needed, I've been I've had over 23 surgeries. So, you know, I've been through the ringer, as they say. You know? So but I, I'm kind of back to where I need to be. Uh, my right arm, I still can't physically, you know, like raise it past 90 degrees, but um, I can move it, you know, like it didn't have to get amputated. And that's that's a blessing. Um, I've learned to deal with all the minor bumps on the road, you know, a lot better. So I'm just grateful to be here. You know, at the end of the day, um, I have every opportunity to still chase that light and lead a beautiful life. And I think that's what I focus and where my focus will remain. Brilliant. You you mentioned a reset button. So the day that you had the accident was kind of the beginning of the rest of your life. And people um, like myself who recover from stage four cancer, we, we feel the same. And these things that come to us, they're not you know, terrible shock horror things. Well, well, of course they are, but they're they they're the beginning of a new way because we we we're so grateful afterwards, aren't we, for everything, anything and everything that comes across us. So, you know, we we see things in in a different light. Correct, and that's why I tell everybody, I'm like my mentality and who I am never really changed, but definitely my perspective and my perspective on life, and so. Um, that's kind of why I, I was driven to write my book because I wanted to help others people, you know, gain that perspective. Again, I don't think you have to be broken to understand brokenness. And I don't, I hope nobody has to go through a traumatic event as severe as what I did or what you did, you know, but I want to be that light to help kind of give that new perspective to most people, right? Uh, for me, I, I, I think there's like a bunch of things that no longer bother me. And a lot of things that I'm I'm grateful for that I think most of us take for granted, you know, like the little things no longer bother me. Uh, I, I always use this as an example, like whenever we go to a park, uh, a store and we can't find a parking spot next to the entrance, like most people get upset, get mad. But now me, I purposely park all the way in the back because I was supposed to not being able to walk, not being mm -hmm. able to, you know, breathe again. So. I take that moment and I just, I'm, I'm grateful. I breathe it in and I'm like, it's more therapy. I get to walk a little bit more. So, uh, you know, I, I smile in those moments. Yeah, exactly. Like you say, a new perspective. I, I have a parking angel and um, wherever I go, my grandchildren think I'm completely nuts. And they do, they, they say it's, it's, it's impossible. Nobody has a parking angel. I say, well, explain how it is that I always get a parking space wherever I want to be. If if I don't get a space where I want to be, it's because I need to be somewhere else, maybe to help somebody, you know, and that happens time and time again. And, and again, you know, it's the perspective, isn't it? And, and being grateful. So tell us about the book. It's called Chase the Light. Um, tell us about um, the perspective that you've written the book from. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you, uh, for most people who haven't seen the book, it's, um, it's called Chase the Light. And the front cover, I think, has a lot you know, that where we can take from. So most memoirs, because it's a memoir, uh, but most memoirs are, the, the, the cover is, you know, the author's image, right? Like their face or whatever. But for me, I, I spoke to my publicist, I, I told her I wanted it to be not so much distinctly just me, you know, that's why I was, I wanted them to, my story to be able to represent anybody, right? I speak in my, I, I say in my book, like my two trucks to the face could be your recent unemployment, you know, your recent illness. And so there's still a chance to live a beautiful life, despite what you're going through or what you will be going through, uh, you know, despite the trauma and scars. And so that's kind of what I, what I wanted to get with my book. So 
I, I decided to use the silhouette, you know, to be a resemblance of me. And that's what there is on, on the front cover, you know, it's a silhouette of me, actually me throwing my crutches away. And, uh, but again, it's a silhouette and that, that shadow could be you, you know, it could be anyone. And so that's why I, I wanted to title it Chase the Light because for the longest time I was chasing the me of yesterday, you know, like the day before the accident. That's what I wanted to get back to because I was in the best shape, the best position in my life, you know, up to that point. And now I had to start over again. So 24 years had gone, had passed, and now I had to start over again. So it was it was kind of unfair, but at the same time, I realized that I was looking at it wrong. I, I had to accept what happened, you know, stop chasing the past and focus on chasing the me of tomorrow, you know, of who I could be. And so that's why I wrote it, Chase the Light. For me, that light was my family. They never left me. They were there for me, you know, when I needed them most. And so I know most people don't really have a close-knit family like I do. And so I kind of wanted to be that light for most people and let them know that they're not alone, you know, that people do go through tough situations. And again, the, the tagline, uh, the gruesome art of becoming unbreakable, because um, I realized it is an art to it, you know, but it's by no means pretty. So it had to have gruesome, you know, because at the end of the day, if you get through all those, that that whole stage, at the end, you you do become unbreakable. And like I said, the little things that used to bother me or no longer, you know, matter to me. I, I'm appreciative of the little things. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. And I and I feel a sense of calmness all the time. People people comment that um, in in a crisis, I'm the calmest person around. Apparently, um, because okay, what's the worst that can happen? You know, um, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, keep things into perspective. You know, so. So that's uh, that's a, a, a gift that we that we are um, we're I can't suppose we're given it or, or or I don't know if we're given it or if it's something it's like waking up to the light, isn't it? So exactly. your, your future self. Um, there's a lot of science at the moment uh, being talked about, written about, um, and there's a particular um, inspirational speaker um, who's a friend of mine called Pete Cohen, and he's always talking about your future self. And if people could imagine their future self and meet their future self, but do it now, then you're going to have a happier, healthier life because you're you're not um, stretching over stressing over the small things. You're imagining yourself in a future light. So that's kind of the the the. the um, what did you say the tagline was on Chase the Light? What's the tag? It's Chase the Light, the gruesome art of becoming unbreakable. Brilliant. The gruesome art of becoming unbreakable. I like that. That's, that's cool. Really yeah. cool. So behind your behind your um, picture, you've got something um, design. What's that all about? Yeah. yeah. So I started a company uh, and this is actually my logo. It's not so much, uh, you know, my company's logo, but it's just my personal logo that I like to put on everything. You know, ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to put my logo, my initials on everything. So um, I had it in my office and and now I started a production company called Contento Productions, which is funny because Contento means happy in Spanish, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I kind of, after everything that happened, I realized that there is, you know, a chance to live a happy life. And so it all started from there. And I got big plans with that company. I have a lot of things on the books already. So I'm excited uh, with everything that's happening. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad I never stopped chasing. Brilliant. And what 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 is your company? Design, design in what area? You've got 
productions and you've got designs yeah. so so tell us a bit more about that so it's production so everything from any digital you know so all the way from audio mixing so there's audio there's digital stuff and marketing and branding so uh, graphic design is included in it but also uh, like audio and video production um you know have all the equipment and that includes i, I did i really recently just did a, a wedding and i had to you know produce the video and everything so that's that's part of my whole all, all my uh, little skills and abilities that I got going on. So um, I'm, I'm excited for everything that's, that's coming. Brilliant. And are you doing any acting? I am. I recently just got done back. I I got back into it in, I think, March or was it February? Um, but it was this year. And I just got back into doing, a, I did a short film in Charleston. And that should be coming out soon. It's called Encounters. Um, and now I have two more auditions coming up uh, for big things for Disney. Uh, and I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to be back in front of the camera because um, for the longest time while I was recovering, I was doing just voiceover stuff. So I'm the voiceover of a new video game character, uh, which is exciting. Uh, but I'm glad to be back in front of the camera and helping bring a story to life. You know, that was always my my dream. Brilliant, brilliant. You're living your dream, chasing the light well, and living the dream at the same time. Fabulous. Absolutely wonderful. How can people get hold of the book, Cesar? Yeah, they can find the book anywhere online, any book retailer, um, you know, Books a Million, Amazon. That's probably the best way to get it, Amazon, um, just because it's quicker. But they can find it anywhere. And we are, there isn't an audio book available yet, but I'm actually in the process of doing that with my publicist. So um, there will be an audiobook soon. Brilliant. I will wait for that because I I, I, I devour audiobooks. I go through yeah. so many of them while I'm tooling about doing other things. And your voice yeah. is awesome. So I, I look forward I'll to be. the audio version be available. I, I I'll put it on my wish list just as soon as I get off the call. So um, how do people contact you? Or do we simply just give people the... Um, the um, well, what about your new company? because there's lots of people that will be listening to this that might want to connect you for your new company. Absolutely. So it'll be Contento, C-O-N-T-E-N-T-O-P-R-O-D.com, contentoprod.com. And they can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Uh, my Instagram and Twitter handle are my last, my first and last name. So C-E-S-A-R-P-E-R-E-Z. Fit, F-I-T. So I've always been a fitness fanatic ever since I was little. So that's why the username and it's stuck. So, um, yeah, you guys can find me on there, connect with me. Uh, you know, I like to talk to people all the time. So feel free to hit me up uh, and, you know, I'll get back to you. Brilliant. Are you on LinkedIn? I am on LinkedIn. Yes. Cesar oh, okay. There's a couple of people I can think of to connect you with. So I'll I'll, um, I'll hit you up on LinkedIn. Yeah, no, please do. <laughs> No, I'm always, I'm always uh, happy to meet new people and talk. Brilliant. Fabulous. Lovely hearing about your story. Lovely that it's got a nice happy ending and lots of uh, future chasing the light. And you're an inspiration to many. Thank you, Cesar. No, thank you so much for having me and letting me, you know, bring that light to everybody. <laughs> Marvellous. Bye for now. Thank you.